Good afternoon, morning, evening, night, or whatever you find a way to see or listen to this podcast. Joining me is an old friend of mine, uh, current West Point cadet, and uh, member and legend and face of the Sprint football team. Um, I know he's he's been featured on a few of their Twitter posts. Um, you know the the post where it says like what quarter it is and the score. You know uh, th- this man's got a face for Hollywood, and uh, you know he's a St. Louis native. So I mean he'll be helping us out with uh, with this cut with this topic that we're covering today. So uh, joining me is Adam 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 Fuqua. Uh, Adam, how, how's it going, man? You know it's it's been a while. It's great, man. Yeah, football's well. I'm just- First ever podcast experience, so I'm excited to be here and, you know, start off my Hollywood career strong. So. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. You might be the next Adam Driver, man. You never know. Um, never know. You know uh, so, yeah, so earlier earlier this week, uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, blindsided everyone, honestly, with uh, the announcement of a game in St. Louis. And the Golden Lions are a uh, HBCU program on the rise. Uh, they made the SWAC title game uh, in 2021 in the spring season. Uh, they lost, unfortunately, to Alabama A&M, who, I mean, a lot of people know now because they're great quarterback, Aquil Glass, who's sliding up draft boards, at least in the late rounds. Um, but they scheduled a game in St. Louis against Alabama A&M. And this, this is like sort of a return to the past as Arkansas Pine Bluff has played in St. Louis a total of 12 times before at the good old um, Edward Jones Dome or whatever it's called now. I'm not sure if, uh, you know, they changed the name, but it's, it's been a while since it's been used. Uh, it's been almost two years since the Battle Hawks, um, you know, had their, had their fun run out there. But uh, Adam, I want to know initial thoughts, you know, you being a St. Louis native, like, um, were you aware of this first off and, uh, if this is your first time hearing about it, are you excited about this news? Yeah, no, this I've heard about a couple of days ago and it was like, yeah, but I, I am. Yeah, I am excited. Football is people are hungry for it in St. Louis when the I think we should also have a bitter taste in our mouth from the old Rams and the fraud himself, Stan Pronky leaving for L.A. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good to have football back in the city. You know, everyone wanted one of the Battlehawks to stay, but COVID kind of killed the XFL. So yeah, I, I think there'll be a good turnout. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, well, don't, don't tell my co-host that Jackson about the XFL being dead. We usually get into arguments about USFL versus XFL. Um, but you know, he, he believes in the rock. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't count the XFL yet out just yet. Um, but yeah, no, it's great for this team. I mean, something that for the city, I mean, something I noticed the games on a Sunday, which is a bit weird, but um, honestly too, like, I guess it might be a sort of return to normalcy having this game on a Sunday um with pine bluff having a, a big presence in the area i don't have alumni numbers for the for that particular school um in st louis but i assume they have a good um alumni base because in the past arkansas pine bluff games have drawn about thirty thousand uh per game you know uh, back in the late 90s early 2000s so they can draw and it's been about 10 years since they've had a game there um something i want to ask is like what are, what are your thoughts on the uh on the college football scene in st louis i mean it seems like kind of a i guess kind of empty area in terms of like success i mean with illinois and, and missouri kind of battling for that ground like what are your thoughts on like the uh the, the college seat oh i mean there's no team in the city really like um st louis university doesn't have a football team so it's kind of it is kind of split between uh illinois and mizzou obviously i'm a little biased towards the illinois side um but yeah i don't know it's People are drawn both ways. Like, there's, I have lots of buddies that go to Mizzou, um, Mizzou fans. You know, they suck. Uh, worst team in the SEC. But, you know, yeah, I, th- I think it would be it would be good to have a team for St. Louis to call its own, but really haven't yet. So, who knows? Maybe Arkansas Pine Bluff is that next team. 
Yeah, I mean, shoot, that, that's what I'm hoping, honestly, too, because I mean, HBC, HBC football carries a big brand. Um, and to be honest with you, um, you know, if you ignore the two and nine season um, in, in 2021, you know, this team won a SWAC division title in 20 in, in the spring of 2021. Uh, uh, you know, honestly, a run, you know, almost unparalleled. A 4-0, you know, they went 4-1 in the conference, lost the SWAC title game, but really an unparalleled run in the spring. Um, definitely not a Mickey Mouse title. You know, I don't I don't want to hear any any Mickey Mouse comments in the in, in the YouTube comments about, about Arkansas Pinewoods run. They deserve all the credit for their division championship. But you know, if you look at the, the track record, like Arkansas Pine Bluff has a more recent 4-0 start to both Illinois and Missouri. Uh Missouri's last 4-0 start being in uh 20 in 2014 or no 2013. Yeah, 2013, um, when they went to the SEC title in Illinois, last one being 2011, when um, they started off 4-0, then the wheels fell off, and they ended up playing the Craft Fight Hunger Bowl at the Giants Stadium, the baseball <laughs> Giants Stadium. So um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Adam has some fond memories of that game. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, the track record is generally better, too. And I will note that uh, that 4-0 start was Illinois' first 4-0 start since 1951. So you're looking at a program with only one 4-0 start uh since 1952 which i mean i'm not sure if that's the main metric you look at for success it's one of my main metrics mm. it's 4-0 starts like pine bluff has the same amount since 2020 that illinois does since 1952 so i think definitely there's some there's some you know ground to be taken in st louis sure i mean you know i'm a i'm a big swack guy but i think swack and big 10 little different levels there um competition wise and out of conference games but yeah yeah you can make the, you can make the argument i mean the fighting juice Williams of 2011, you know, I, I thought they were going, they're going all the way. Uh, but, but apparently not, I, I guess it wasn't good for, for the, the Omar Borjas and the swack stands of the world. I mean, I mean, I will say like, you, you say you're a swag guy, man, but you talk about the level of competition. I mean, Walter Payton, is, is he not a swag product? Are we, are we just going to sit here and act at, like you, uh, one of the biggest bears fans there is like that. He's not a swag product. Or to Rick Cohen, uh, okay, you know, I, I, I'm a smart guy. I'm a, I am a smart guy. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm also a realist and just you know, understand the, the competition level there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, it's growing. It's growing too. And to Rick Cohen, you know, hopefully make his way out of Chicago here soon. But that's a conversation for a different day. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very sore topic for uh, for both of us. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's so there's some uncharted ground. I mean, like. Uh, I guess for uh, for for layman like like you and I, you know, guys that didn't go to HBCUs, like, is this is this an event that you would like find yourself going to with like nothing to do on a Sunday? I would, yeah. No, St. Louis is a big like downtown area next to the dome. It, I think they just call it the dome now. I, don't, I think Edward Jones didn't want to pay for that sponsorship anymore. But uh, yeah, like it's a big party scene down there. Um, I guess something people would go to go. There's little ballpark village they call it with some bars and stuff and. Yeah, people absolutely will go down there and tailgate and then head over to the game. I, I, th I think it's a good idea. I mean, I, I wish the Slack would kind of make this like a yearly thing. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a test run too, but I mean, geez, man, that sounds like such a, a great time, honestly. Like uh, going to St. Louis downtown on a Sunday and get some dome action. Um, <laughs> yeah, get some dome action, um, you know, at, at the dome. So, you know, it sounds like a, sounds like a fun time for sure. But, uh, I guess, I guess one more question for, uh, I guess we uh, either, either move on or, uh, or end this short discussion is like, would you, could you see this game being played at Bush stadium? I know there's only been one football game played in the past yeah. at Bush stadium. Um, but I think it would be kind of a spectacle if they played at Bush stadium. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. There, there have been, yeah, I think you're right. It's only one in the past. Um, 
Yeah, that, that would be sweet. It's like, so St. Louis Cardinals fans are, I think statistically, it's like they sell out the most out of any MLB team or, or at least one of the most uh, pretty hardcore. And people people love going to Bush. And Ballpark Village is right next to Bush. So that would be even more like a, a scene, and an, an event. Um, so, yeah, hell yeah, I would, I would love that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm always a sucker for ballpark football, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, being a, being a history guy, that's the way football is meant to be played in the baseball stadiums um, with uh, with bad turf. I mean, we saw the Wrigley Field game this year with, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of mishaps. But that's that's how football is meant to be, you know, with uh, with bad baseball grass. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I would love to see it. I'd love to see it as well. Um, I will say, like, uh, I guess I guess this would be like our, our last discussion point. But uh, do you have any comment on on the, uh, the Edward Jones Dome ending Reggie Bush's career? Because uh after that injury at the at the at the dome in 2013, he was never the same. And uh, as a Niners fan, I'm pretty I'm still pretty upset about that. Like, uh, uh, I I kind of I kind of get a uh, bad flashbacks whenever someone mentions Reggie Bush and St. Louis in the same sentence. Yeah, I know. You know, it may be just karma for him cheating his way through college, but um, yeah, terrible. You know, injury. But I also blame Stan Kroenke, um, the owner of the Rams, for that for that incident. He's a fraud. Um, you shouldn't be allowed to be an owner of the NFL team, stealing stealing the Rams from St. Louis and taking them to LA and winning over there. So um, love Reggie, hate Stan. Um, down with the Rams. Well, I mean, you mentioned steal, but uh, were the Rams not a Los Angeles entity before uh, moving to St. Louis? So no. maybe they they took them back to the homeland. If that's the way I see it, frankly. Um, no, no, they they rightfully pioneered their way over to St. Louis, found home there, found a fan base that loves them, and Stan just stole them away. Um, terrible. So, terrible. Okay. I mean, stole, maybe we can use a different word than stole. Um, I mean, the, the history does not lie that the Rams were stable in L.A. for over over 45 years. But, um, you know, I understand it's a sore topic. Uh, did, did you did you not watch the Kurt Warner movie? Was Did that bring back bad memories? Great um, movie. Great movie. Yeah, it was a great movie, except uh, when you when you factor in that uh, Northern Iowa plays in a dome, and there were no dome football scenes like that. That I almost left the theater. Honestly, um, <laughs> I was just waiting for them to play a home game in a dome, but obviously they overlooked that. But I mean, otherwise, great movie. Um, you know, you be the judge watching whether the Rams belong in St. Louis or um, you know whether the Battlehawks the Battlehawks could get promoted as the thirty third NFL team. You know, maybe, maybe that's a reality. I think they should. The XFL is the future of football. I don't know who you, who your friend is that you were talking about there, but tell them the XFL is the future of football. I mean, I do think the USFL has um, <laughs> got a way better um, plan going forward, but I'm here for any spring football. XFL, USFL, Major League Football, that's like another – that's a third league coming up. It's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is bringing the XFL back. Uh, I mean, he is, but um, it, it's, 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 it's uphill battle. Like, I'll just say that. Like <laughs> – it's a very much an uphill battle and it's a crowded it's a crowded landscape honestly um so it's going to be hard but in the meantime you know while the battle hawks don't play they i mean at least st louis the city of st louis can rally around the golden lines of arkansas pine bluff the 2021 yeah the 2021 swag spring champions and to be honest like uh you know watching that team's run brought me out of a dark place you know in my life you know after after uh after having a heartbreak you know uh that spring fcs season and that run you know really uh really aided my you know emotional mental health you know so i got i, I owe that to arkansas pine bluff yes absolutely are, are you yeah. gonna try to make your way up to st louis for the game um yeah i mean Look, i, I, I didn't show the show the folks the shirt 
Got to wrap. Yeah, so there, there we have it. You know, so I mean, I mean, I I will I will try to make it to the game. Hopefully, you know, looking like training schedules kind of kind of light there. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited too. If if a guy in El Paso is excited about this game, then you should too. So yeah, tune in. Let's go. Go Pine Buff. Yeah, go uh, go Golden Lions. And uh, yeah, no, Adam, it's been nice having you for this brief appearance, man. It's been nice catching up. Um, any final words? No, I, you know, I'm when this uh, podcast takes off, I want every viewer to remember this episode and remember this face. Um, Stephen A. Smith, I'm coming for you. Uh, you sure you're not coming for a Mad Dog Russo? Mad, Mad Dog's coming for Stephen A. right now, so it's, he is. He it'll is. be an interesting battle. Yeah, he's got he's got to learn to sit on the chair first before uh before he can uh, come after Stephen A. He does. <laughs> but uh, but until next time, Adam, thanks for joining. Really appreciate it. And until next time, everyone, peace, love, and soul. All right, Mark.